Hey everybody and welcome to The Void, a show dedicated to filling the void between being the employee and becoming self-employed. Most people refer to starting your own company as taking the leap, as if they're blindly jumping off a cliff and into the unknown. This show is here to help you understand that it doesn't have to be that way. As always, if you like what you're hearing on the show, please do us a favor and help share The Void with somebody else who might also be wanting to start their own company. We saw an opportunity to help others understand that self-employment is well within your reach. And just as our businesses have grown organically and by word of mouth, we want this show to grow the same way. So if you see somebody asking questions about starting your own service-based business, please send them the link. Send them a link to the show. We've got Beatbox Dave hey, in the new, background. New informational, uh, not informational, new uh, opening music. There you go. Brought to you by Dave. <laughs> boots and cats and Look, boots and man, cats. Mitch and I, <laughs> we did a podcast before this one. We went. It's and, a rare instance where we're recording two back to back. And we went and viewed an event space today for trade wins, and we've spent too much time together. Yeah. It's obvious. And. It's obvious, and Mitch, we're we're semi lit by the end of the first podcast. Uh, so if we're beginning a next one, I'm fine. You're dragging. Yeah, let's be honest. I'm tired. Mitch had people in town. We went over this the last podcast. He's yeah, tired. I'm he's tired. wore out. It's been a you weekend. Know, he's he's a business owner now, so he has a lot of extra free time, and he's not being like pushed real hard all the time. <laughs> like he doesn't know what it's like. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm, I'm one of those up. guys that's out of wake touch with up, reality. Wake up. Wake up. Yeah, it's almost like several hours. I'm just waiting for one of you to put your balls on the drum set. The other one's drum set. <laughs> put my balls on the drum set. Like just there's a fist fight in the podcast yeah. studio. That's not true. My boys almost got into a fist fight last night. Um, Fourth of July. So from speaking, I am speaking from experience here. I saw you and your brother get in plenty of fights it was usually your brother trying to punch you and you running away but dude that's in your future from now on i saw you and your brother choking each other out in the middle of the woods on the walk to the cave one time (laughs) first off joey and i have tried to kill each other like 57 times yeah that's what makes us close snot coming out of each other's yeah choke the other one until they can't breathe and then (laughs) walk away and be like fuck you (laughs) and we're full blood brothers yeah but if there's if there's ever a battle and what and like it's both of us in the ring against someone else or two guys, watch yeah. out. Pity that person because we will kill you all. Yeah, I'm pretty sure at, at my boy's age right now, I'm pretty sure they'd be like, "You can have him. I'm leaving." <laughs> 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 they're they're at the throw each other under the bus stage right now. They're oh, not at yeah. the unite. That's a yeah. great stage. It's, you know, it's weird. I don't. I just love throwing like, people underneath the bus. Brothers mm. are. It's a weird dynamic when you're little. It is. Like your best friends and then worst enemies in yeah. a one hour span. Yeah. It's so fucking weird. Yep. Like literally Mitch and I. I try to tell him all the time. I'm like, if you guys would just work together, you could get away with so much shit. <laughs> but you're too busy like, yeah, he took food in his room and he's not supposed to. Let, let, let me ask you this. He left the light on. I, I, I think that one of them is more of a narc than the other. Man, it's it's about even. You tell me, Mason isn't a narc. It's about even. Mason They're both. Is, I think Mason's probably a big narc. They're both like right up in there. And but I'm like, I don't care. Oh, you don't care if I do that? No, I care that you do it. I don't want to hear about it. But you know what would make me happy right now? Is if cover you, for your brother. You know what would make turn me turn the light off and then go to him and be like, I got you, boo. 
Like, come boo. on. <laughs> <laughs> You're not gangster enough to say boo. <laughs> You're too pale to say boo. Dave, I think, we lost, I think we lost Mitch. Lost yeah, me. <laughs> I might have lost Mitch. I don't, I just... I don't understand. Like, literally, you should be saying to them, look, guys, I'm tired. I don't give a fuck. Go in your rooms and shut the hell up. Yep. Stop narking on your brother. Yep. Stop. Well, I don't have the energy. I don't have the patience. Uh, your mom's already wearing me out. I can't <laughs> I can't handle mom. three of you fucking adolescents. <laughs> It'd be funny if you got him in trouble for being a narc. Like, you're getting trouble for telling on your brother. Yeah, you're, I, you're, you're being in trouble for being a narc. I, just, I don't understand. Yeah, it's part of it. I, d- I will say this. When we went to the ultrasound and I found out we were having a girl, like I was a little crushed. Like I always, I always imagined myself having like a son that I could like, you know, teach the ways. Right. And then after about four years of learning other people's pain and then realizing I had a daughter, I w- I'm the most grateful son of a bitch on the planet <laughs> that I have a daughter instead. Like, li- like listen, I- I'm aware of the stereotypes. Like, I have to keep all the dicks away from her from, like, now until she's gone. She's going to do a pretty good job of that on her own. I think she she is a real tough little girl. But, like, you know, I'm aware of that. But I think that's easier than raising two sons. Yeah. That literally want to kick holes in the wall every five minutes. Dude, last night with fireworks. They smell like ass. I'm pretty sure there was a point where they had Roman candles pointed at each other at, like, point blank range. Like, don't you. Fucking that's, touch me. That's what I'm saying. I'm yeah. saying the stress level has got to be lower. Yeah. Meanwhile, like, I'm I like, know right now. Point it is. those at yourselves outdoors, please. Out- <laughs> I don't, Just don't bring him in the yeah, house. I don't care that you're gonna put an eye out. Just don't do it in my garage. Yeah. Just look at them both in the face, like, and just give them the old two, oh, yeah. two finger, and go. If you hit me, or your mother, or my fucking house with one of those Roman candles. Yep. I'm going to beat you to death in front of fucking everybody. Half the job of being a boy dad is looking at them with that mean look until they act right. Yeah. <laughs> like, look, dude, if you want me, like, nothing will humble a kid more than saying, dude, do you want me to beat your ass in front of all your friends? Yeah. Because I'll fucking do it. <laughs> yeah. Like, that will, like, oh, shit. Oh, shit. It, it just my got, ass beat in front of my friends. It, yeah. You don't want to look soft in front of your friends. That's, nope. like, rule number one. Yep. I heard a comedian talk about he has a daughter and his friend had a, like a son, and so he, his friend, like babysat his daughter while he was out, and then they traded. And he's like, "That's not fair! Like I, I should get ten watches for his one watch." Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You should. Yeah, he should. The whole time you're like, "This kid's fucking running amok." He yeah. said, "Like he just <laughs> got there and he just disappeared and he's eating the couch." <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah. the boys. That's the boys. Sure, Every they time- were watching a dog. <laughs> well, that's Same he compared difference. it to. He compared it to a dog. Thirteen-year-old kids are dogs. Ah, uh, no. I'm going to go like eight or nine, maybe. 13-year-olds, they pretty much don't want anything to do with humans. No, at 13, they're still ornery. They smell funny. Oh, they smell horrible. Dude, they eat all the time. Hey, if you like what you're hearing on The Void and you want even more info, we just started a mentorship program specifically for trades professionals to start their business or to get their business to an incredibly healthy position. So if you'd like more info, click on the link in the description of this show. I mean, literally, a 13-year-old boy is a dog. Yeah. I I think you might be a bit of a dog still. My 14-year-old just crested six feet tall. I know, dude. He's fucking humongous. He's tall. He's taller than me. I'm 5'11". He's taller than me. Yeah. He's almost taller than me because I'm only six foot, one half inch. 
Oh, I'm, so oh, I mm-hmm. thought you were like six one and a half. No. Nope. Oh, I'm not 5'11". I'm 5'10". That's what I, I was saying. I I'm tell five. people I'm 6'1 because it's just weird. When Six I put foot, my work, one half inch. I, I do it based on the shoes I'm wearing. If yeah. I'm wearing my work boots, I'm six foot. There you go. <laughs> yeah. If I'm wearing tennis shoes, I'm 5'11 and a half. Because, <laughs> I mean, I'm 5'11 and I'm taller than you, so probably 5'10". Don't eat the mic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't, all right. Hey, don't come over here talking like you're all tall. What? I'll whip your ass in the parking lot later. What, uh, <laughs> what are we talking about today? We're talking about leveling up today, man. Leveling up. We're talking about we're not just leveling up. We're talking about self help. Yeah. Like, not like, not like suicidal self help, no. but like self help that we all need to. Let's be honest. No one's perfect. You can always use guidance, and you can always use someone in your corner saying, "Hey, this is what you need to do to get there." Yeah. Like I'm a, I, I'm, I'm going to say right now, I am not a proponent of this out flat not that i think it doesn't work i just do not take advantage of it fully like i should right like i i can see places in my own life where i know that i could use some help like so last was it last week two weeks ago so i'm going to therapy once and it's not a lot it's like once every month once or every other month but it's really just so i can have a place to go and bitch Mm -hmm. basically and say, hey, this is what I'm thinking. You know, what are you thinking? And, and the gal I'm going to, she's, you know, she's real nice. She's a Christian lady. Like, hey, what, like, what are you, she literally, the first time she's like, what are you thinking? Yeah. Like, that's what, like, the second thing she said to me, she looked me in the eye and she was like, what are you thinking? Yeah. Like, that's, like, you, she literally says to me, what are you thinking? There's a pause. And I give some him haul crap. And she's like, that's not what you're supposed to be doing. Right. Like, literally, and sometimes, like, me specifically, like, I need that. Yeah. Especially the older I'm, I'm, I don't know if I'm going through, like, a quasi-midlife crisis or what, but sometimes I need someone just to look at me and be like, dude, you can't do that. Right. Like, the only people I know that can do that for me are, like, my brother, the therapist, and if I came to Mitch with that stuff. Right. And I don't come to Mitch with it because I'm scared to death of what he's going to say to me. <laughs> like that's that's the honest truth and yeah. that's kind of what we're talking about here is you just you know there are places and there are times in your life and we're not just talking about mentally here. We're going to talk about business and and how it relates to business. But there are times that you have to reach out and be like, "Hey, what should I be doing here?" Right. Right? Well, and in where so the fast progression of that is it takes you to like an accountability partner or an accountability group, right? And here's where most people go yeah, wrong with that. That's right. Is they they go to that area of accountability partners or groups, but they have zero level of respect or trust for anybody in that accountability group or in that partner, right? Um, you'll see somebody that's like, hey, I'm wanting to start working out and I'm looking for an accountability partner. Who wants to join me? If you're just taking random people off the street, you're going to fail because you have no respect for the person that's trying to hold you accountable, right? So you need to vet them accordingly. And uh, much like you said, you're the therapy person that you're going to, you've got a qualification measure in place so that yeah. you trust what they're saying, right? Um, yeah, you can't just... And that's what I was going to ask you. I was like, what do you, what do you mean by that? And that's right. 100% right. If you're not... If you're not trusting them a hundred percent, like 
to give you the correct advice or to be strong against your natural will right with facts yeah it doesn't work no it doesn't work and that's you know it's funny like i've always thought um this is like contradictory to what we kind of talk about sometimes like like you going to apex like in the beginning i thought it was complete bullshit mm-hmm. i was like why why could you why but i see the growth that you have in it right and like literally i will see things that you post or we'll talk about stuff and i'm like dude that's 100% right yeah. Like for where Mitch is in his life right now, that's perfect for him. Right. And so like it took me um this is just a, like this is just a little humbling thing for me to admit. It took me a while to admit that Mitch was 100% right about that stuff. Like for him, he needed that stuff and it has been extremely beneficial for him and his business growth and maybe just as much his personal growth. Absolutely, his personal growth. You know what I mean? And yeah. and like I thought it was complete horseshit when you started doing it, and now I'm like, oh, dude, he was fucking a hundred percent right. Right. And I never admit I'm wrong. This may be the second time on the fucking <laughs> podcast for in a hundred and one episodes that I've ever said that. Well, but, I mean, I think I was. So what happens, like on the general progression of things, is as you're an employee, you put a lot of sack and a lot of effort into letting your employer guide your development. And for the most part, they do, right? Like, you're developing on your own and on private. and, and Yeah, but they're guiding you, right? They're, they're providing a general framework. And um, there are a lot of people that are terrified to walk away from their employer because they're, away, they're afraid of losing that guidance. And when they're, when they're on their own, who provides the guidance, right? Where do they go? Yeah, it's and, like they don't store away that framework. It's like they just, they grow, but don't realize that the framework that they've been given, they can use later. Well, it's... Part of it's that, but the other part of it is they rely on the guidance and not rely on the advice they've been given mm-hmm. over the past, right? Yeah. S- similar thing. Yeah. Yeah. But but you become like addicted to needing that framework for future. <clears throat> and so um, if you can align yourself with any kind of organization that is providing you guidance and providing you sound and trusted feedback from somebody that you trust and you respect... That is huge in your development. Um, you know, yeah. athletic players, uh, in, in any athletics out there, right? Uh, football, baseball, basketball, you name it. They have a, like a whole series of coaches, right? Doesn't matter who the player is. They're going to have an, a strength and agility coach. They're going to have a nutrition coach. They're going to have people that they are paying for guidance. Yeah, like golfer, golfers that get to the next level, even on the PGA that aren't the greatest golfers, they have a strength and conditioning coach. They have a swing coach. They have a mental coach mm-hmm. that teaches them how to hit a ball when there's 400 people literally lined up down the fairway. Like if Mitch was out there... And they there, just shanked one in the gutter yeah, last time. Yeah, someone is literally about to die, and you have to be able to mentally block that out. Right. I mean, they're paying four, five coaches... On staff 24-7, and they are the highest paid people in their sport, in their right. profession, and they still need help. Right. And they still need guidance. And no one, especially when you get, you know, and I didn't realize this until you started talking about Apex and, do, you know, doing different things. No matter what level, let me think about my words real quick. If I thought the higher you gained in success, your success level, the less coaches and everything you need, 
I think it's actually the opposite of that until you reach like the top 1%. Right. Like when you're in the top 5 or 10%, there's all this pressure and all this money and all this everything. And you literally need help, help mm-hmm. understanding how to deal with all of that success inside of your mind. Right. Because let's be honest, the average person, we talk about this all the time, the average person does not have the mental capability to deal with all of that stuff unless they've put in a mass a massive amount of training and a massive amount of effort to deal with all of those stresses and all of those successes that are on them at any given one time. Right. You know, and I, I like it's taken me a long time, a year and a half mm-hmm. to realize you know what that's like. That being said, you need to do that to get there also. So right. even before you realize all of that, it's got for me it's it's been a 100% like and it doesn't um sorry Austin. It doesn't um doesn't affect me but it's it has completely changed the way I think about success. Yeah. On this show. Yeah. Like it is completely it, it's been a mind fuck really. Yeah. Like when I think about that stuff and Mitch knows this I've been basically ignoring all that stuff for like three months. But like as I see it and see the guys in the trade wins group grow and I see you grow and I see all of these things happen, I've been telling you that you're a big baby this whole time and all these people are a bunch, they're just scamming you. I realized to get there, you, you seriously cannot do it on your own. Right. It's just impossible. Right. Well, and, and a lot of it is... End rant here. <laughs> A lot of it comes from like fear of the unknown, right? So you're yes, some of that for in, sure. It, so taking a step back though, um, the moment you identify that you think you might want some additional guidance or some additional help to get you to where you want to be, you're also making a commitment to yourself to become coachable. Um, and very true. You know, like if you have a team of people that work for you you have to emulate what you want them to do. And if you want these this team of people to be coachable and to take your advice and to get out of their comfort zone and to do something that they don't know will work right off the get-go, but they're going to trust you and they're going to do it anyway, and then they see success, for them to do that, you have to do it too. Otherwise, you don't have a leg to stand on. You can't go in there and have a leg to stand on by trying to preach to your guys, be coachable, do what I'm telling you to do, even though it goes it goes against every fiber of your being to do it this way. Because I promise, once you come through the other side, you're going to be better. And then you're not doing any of that, right? You have to be doing that as well. Yeah, and, we talk about all the time that people can see through bullshit, right? And people that you know don't, um, people that see your bullshit and people that don't trust you because of that, right? Right. You know they don't and like, and I shouldn't say. Like, I thought most of that was, like, crap. And then, it like, it took me, literally, I had to step outside of myself and realize, you know, you've been being coached by three or four men that you didn't even know you were being coached by. Right. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I didn't, I wasn't out seeking it because I didn't understand. Like, you understood at the time, hey, I need this. Mm -hmm. Like, I didn't even realize, I didn't realize until I saw you doing that, that, all these other men were like literally giving me free coaching all the time. Like, yeah. hey, this is 
this is how it's going to be. Mm-hmm. Like it, it was really surreal and strange for me to accept that, oh, shit, these people have been helping me and guiding me and telling me what to do, and I wasn't even fucking asking them. Right. Until until I saw like the coaching that you've been through, and then I was like, oh, shit. I don't need coaching. I've been getting that. But I've been getting it for five years and didn't even fucking realize it. Right. You right. know, it, 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 was, it was really weird. But I will say that once you understand, like you were saying, that you're open to coaching personally, mm-hmm. it's a lot easier to grow from it. Yeah. Like once I understood it, like, so say six or eight months ago, I really started understanding it. It was like really easy for me to step aside and be like, oh, oh yeah, I see that. And I see this. And oh, that has changed me over here. And I've moved forward in this area. And that's why I started getting a little help on the side too. Cause I thought, man, my mind's, you know, from the way I was brought up is a little like not, I shouldn't say messed up, just, just a little different. Right. And sometimes I need to just say to someone that will understand, hey, this is why the fuck I am the way I am. Yeah. And they can literally look me in the eye and be like, hey, dude, no, that's not how that works. Right. You've got to be doing this. And it's been a real eye opener for me as far as personal help and self-help um, that, that it really can be very beneficial for you, not only as a person, but as a business owner to say, hey, if I get that help and I change what I'm thinking about, all of a sudden I can open a whole other level of success for myself and my business. Because, and your house. Yeah, and my, yeah, and my personal house, you know, my family, um, that I can understand that change is possible and growth is possible and success is possible because I'm making the effort to do so. Right, right. So that there's like two two sides to that coin. One you have to be willing to recognize that you need to seek advice from other people, right? Like you don't have all the answers. If you had all the answers, you'd be a millionaire by now. So, <laughs> yeah, um, right. yeah. So you have to be willing to recognize that. And I think most people can, but then you also have to be willing to recognize the fact that you like you're, you're literally putting yourself in a scenario where you're asking people to put you in uncomfortable positions on purpose so that you can become better on the other side. Like growth occurs in the area of discomfort. Nobody's yeah. growing on the couch, under the blanket, watching the Netflix, eating the DoorDash. We talk about that all the time, right? About if you're not making yourself uncomfortable, you're not growing. You're not growing, right. Yeah. So part of making yourself uncomfortable is uh, putting yourself in scenarios where you are getting advice that's going to help you level up in life and in business. Uh, So one of those scenarios would be like attending events in your area or anywhere in the nation, really, where those events are shaped around getting you to level up, getting you to think about things in a different way, getting you to learn knowledge that you didn't have before. And then twofold from that, you have to go home and apply that knowledge, right? So yeah, it it still takes work after you've you know, been to the event. Yeah. Like, um, who was our trades wins member that went? Dan. Dan. Dan went with you. Mm-hmm. And then he literally, um, he went to you with an Apex event to Dallas. Yep. 
Yep. And literally the next day, he posts a video and puts it in the Tradewinds group that's like, it was great. Like his video, mm-hmm. like you could tell he was uncomfortable and he was like, hey, I just, I have to say these things. You know, and he came out and he was like, I, I went and I'm on fire and I'm doing all these things. I'm, I'm grateful to be part of Tradewinds and all this stuff. And you could really see conviction in his face that like he was... Like he grew mm-hmm. from going to that event. And it was just like, was it two days? Uh, three. Was it three days? Yep. Like you could see that he literally had some serious personal growth. Yeah. Like, and I, like, why? I, I think I watched it two or three times. Just like, like he really understood and could see his goal in front of him because of that. Yeah. Like, and I think, and, and I'm not picking on Dan here, and I'm, Dan, if you're watching this, I'm not picking on you, dude. You're, uh, you're one of my favorite members. I love him. He's so, he's like me, cusses too much, <laughs> yells too much. Um, but like, he didn't, like, the first one on one Zooms we had, like, he wasn't sure, like, hey, you know, what should I be doing? What should I be doing this? Right. And now all of a sudden it's like he's focused yeah, and super focused and like, this is my plan. I'm doing this. This is where I'm going. Right. Like you could tell it benefited him. Yeah. And, and ultimately the ability to get out of your comfort zone and go attend an event that's designed to get you to level up is huge. Yeah. Uh, couple that with the ability to maintain the discipline to implement whatever you learned at the event. It's it's one thing to come home or like to walk away from one of those events and be like, yeah, I'm going to change everything. But then you get home and you're like that, that one troublesome employee is still troublesome. That, that one quirky thing is still quirky. The, the one thing that you're lacking discipline on, you still don't start. Right. So it's it's one thing to come home from the event on fire. It's another thing to come home from the event and be ready to like implement tons of stuff. But ultimately, <clears throat> the ability to put yourself into one of those positions to level up is massively huge. Um, we uh, have an event coming up through Tradewinds. Uh, and for those that don't know if this is one of the newer shows that you're listening to, um, we started a... Uh, a mentorship program called Tradewinds where we will partner with your business and you, and we will help you get to an incredibly healthy level in business. Um, and as a part of that mentorship program, we have some in-person events that we're doing. We have one coming up on August 12th and they're, they're really David and I's way of giving back to the members of Tradewinds, but also they're our way to, give back to the general trades community. So um, this event is, it takes place in Kansas city on August 12th. There'll be a link in the comments or in the description of the show. If you want to sign up for the event, but this event or any others like it are what we're talking about with this show. And I want to be really clear, really clear. (laughs) We're not telling you that you need to sign up for this event. Uh, it would be great if you did, right? You wouldn't regret it. It's one of the cheapest events you can sign up for. However, what the purpose of this episode is, is to get you around the idea that you need to align yourself in rooms with people that are where you want to be. Because if you're a business owner and you're taking advice from your friends that don't own businesses, that advice probably isn't helping you. 
uh, if you're a business owner and you're taking your advice from parents who aren't where you want to be, then that advice probably isn't helping you. And that's not to say that those are bad people or that's bad advice. It's coming under the purest of intentions. However, they just don't know what it takes to get to the level that you want to get to. So if you want to get to a certain level, you have to align yourself with people that are already at or beyond that level. And uh, events like the ones we're putting on or any others around the nation, um, those are the first step into that. So um, we have this event coming up on August 12th, and we've got a list of speakers lined up from all facets, all facets of business that are going to help you level up, right? Um, we've got a guy that's going to be talking about mindset, and he's going to be talking about how to start your day with the right mindset in mind, how to, how to wake up and spend the first 30 minutes of your day getting your mind in the right direction so that you can be the most productive that you can throughout the day. Um, we've got another guy who in his first year of ownership of a, or, or creation of an HVAC business, he did like 3 million in revenue in his first year. And, um, he's going to be talking about what he did and how he did it. Right. Uh, a lot of the people that listen to this show, either they haven't started their business or maybe they newly started and 3 million is like a massive goal for them. You know, I haven't even done 3 million in our business yet. Dude, I, and so I was in business for 10 years, one man show, and I never did 10 mil, or 3 million. Right. So we've got a guy that's going to be talking about how he, you know, everything that he did there. Um, we've got a girl, her name's Amy Ball. Um, she is going to be like diving into the weeds on some of the numbers that you need to be watching out for in the business and, and how to better understand and have a higher level of clarity with the numbers in your business. Um, you know, there's a lot of guys that start these businesses because they're good at plumbing or they're good at electrical or they're good at HVAC, but they struggle in business. And so the numbers becomes a, a point of friction with them. And the numbers becomes something that they're like, well, I don't know, as long as I'm getting paid, I'm fine. Well, they don't realize that if they monitored the numbers a little bit better, now their business can double or triple in size simply because of that. The numbers... I, I tell the guys in the group all the time, the numbers are the number one thing that you have to learn to understand so that you can move forward and hire employees and right. grow your business. Right. Like it's, it's especially in the trades and I, and I'm not bashing any of your guys' balls out there or, or, or whatever, however you want to say it, but it's very easy for all of you to do the work. You've right. done the work, okay? It's very hard for you to then take that and transfer it to business. Yeah. Like, it took me a very long time, okay? It took Mitch a very long time of working for other people. Even when he was starting his company, we would go drink beers and he'd say, hey, what about this? What about that? What about this? What about that? And he was asking questions. That is the main struggle for guys that start their own trades-based business because the work is their life. It right. is who they are, and the business is secondary to that. So Amy, um, me and Mitch, at this, event, at this event, I'm sure we'll be answering a lot of questions. We answer a lot of questions about this stuff in Trade Wins. Um, like that is going to be a huge asset to have her break down and explain, hey, you have to understand your numbers 
or you're not going to grow. Right. You can start a business, hire two guys and make paychecks. But if you want to grow, you have to understand where that money's coming in from, every dollar that's going out. I mean, you have to understand how to spend that money. And she's going to be, I'm, I'm actually very interested in, listen, like some of the other speakers, um, you know, uh, whatever. I'm very excited to hear Amy speak and yeah. like try to suck up all the information I can. Well, you know, I talk about like trade wins has been really good for me. And I tell the guys that are in the group this, I don't say it too much on the podcast, but like it feeds us as much mm-hmm. as those guys are gaining. Yep. And so this is like one of the speakers I'm probably going to like steal someone's chair, <laughs> like sit up front on the side of the state and latch like, onto, like listen to what she actually has to say. Yeah. And, and so like the cool thing with these events is when you have a, a wide array of speakers, you're going to gravitate towards some a lot stronger than you are others. And some of that maybe were like your cycle in business uh, with your business development. Um, it may be your time to really gravitate towards one or the other. Um, others of it, it just may be the way that they said something clicked really well with you and now it lit a fire under you. It just kind of depends. But we've put in a ton of work to make sure we have a wide array of speakers to make sure that you will get your absolute return on, on your investment on the on this deal. How so, many speakers are we up to? Uh, one, two, three. I, so for all four, of you that are five, listening, six, I've seven, made eight. Mitch Mitch do all the speaker work and yep. booking. So I have no idea. We're at eight. So we're at eight. Plus you're what? gonna get you're gonna get to hear some stuff from David and myself as well. Oh, I'm gonna get so, up on stage at the beginning and just blather about nothing. For yeah. like twenty minutes, it's gonna be great. Yeah, it's gonna be the, it's gonna be the most fun you can have sober at like eight a.m. I don't know. Do they serve mimosas at the bar? I mean, I, I just can't guarantee you're gonna be sober. That's all. <laughs> that's so. not true. I will be sober <laughs> at eight a.m. Oh um, my god! So uh, we we've got a guy that's coming. Uh, his name's Adam McChesney. Um, he is like a digital marketing expert. I don't want to say he's like a digital marketing expert. He is absolutely a digital marketing expert, and um, he's going to be talking about like as you're a small home based business. Um, he's going to be talking about how to guarantee a return on your digital marketing efforts. So. He's going to dive in a little bit on all the different areas of digital marketing and then what you should do and what you shouldn't do and what you should be looking out for as a business owner. Um, we've got another guy that's going to be talking about sales and how to upsell, how to upsell, and then how to add service lines uh, that make sense for your business, right? If you're a roofing company, the last thing you want to be do is adding like flooring, right? But gutters kind of make sense for a roofing company, right? Yeah. So he's going to be talking about some things that you can do to, to make sense to add service lines that bring in extra revenue for your company, but then also that makes sense for your customer base. Um, we've got another guy's name's Josh Steinberger. Uh, he is a very successful entrepreneur. He has a restoration company. Uh, they kind of specialize in roofing, but also any storm damage restoration he owns that business with his wife. They work hand-in-hand, side-by-side, every day, and they're still very, very happily married. So he's going to be talking about what it's like to have a successful business with your spouse closely involved and how to not kill each other in the process. Well, let's be honest. A lot of our guys I see, like in the, especially in the Tradewinds group, like their wives are coming up like during their one-on-ones. Yeah. Yeah, my wife answers the phones. My wife helps me with the books. 
that may be the greatest speaker that you've had sign up. Yeah. Because seriously, like the other day I came over here and mentioned Danielle, they're sitting outside talking and neither one of them looks happy. Like they're sad. Well, like I thought something happened and I come up and he's like, well, we're, we're talking about, uh, talking about business stuff, work business stuff. stuff and answering phones and stuff. And Danielle looks me right in the eye. Like I knew she was yeah. like, this is about me. And I was like, well, I'll see you later. Yeah. But like, that is a real struggle for people that do business with their spouse. Yeah. Like you could learn one little nugget there that changes the entire way that you think about your business or your spouse or your partnership, yeah. like and, and dealing with the two at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. It's, you know, if, if you're working closely with your spouse, it's absolutely imperative that you have a good relationship there. So, um, we've got another guy that's got a really, really cool entrepreneur story where he is, um, he, he was a part of a business and his dad was in that business. And then his dad ended up leaving and became a competitor of his <laughs> and he had to overcome <laughs> that battle. And Brutal. so, um, you know, his is a little less trades based directly. However, it is an amazing and really, really cool entrepreneur story about the, the ability to adapt and overcome and see the light at the end of the tunnel and all of those kinds of things. Um, and then we, we have a guy that some of you may have heard of. I've even talked about him on the podcast before. His name is Victor Rancor. And he started an HVAC business in California about four and a half years ago. Uh, started it from nothing. Whenever he started it, he didn't even have an HVAC license. So uh, in his first few weeks of business ownership, he was literally buying equipment off of the back of pickup trucks because he couldn't buy it from the vendors because he didn't have a license. And didn't um, even have his EPA card. Didn't have nothing. Oh, I'm, so I, I, once I'm he, gonna have some fucking questions. For this guy. <laughs> some shady uh, questions for this guy. Obviously, he got up to speed very quickly, and in four and a half years, he grew his company to sixty-five million dollars a year in revenue, and he just sold it about a month ago. So, um, you know, he's going to be talking about the full gamut of everything from creating a business to uh, what it's like to grow and scale a business to what it's like to sell a business and then be sitting on the other side of it with nothing to do, like twiddling his thumbs going, I'm bored. So, you know what um, he's doing? He's coming to speak at our event. He's coming to speak, right. All right, so you've newly started your company and you're trying to pinch pennies. However, you don't realize the biggest thing that's hurting you right now is not gathering all of your information into one spot and making it super efficient for you to use. So the answer is Field Pulse. It gets you off of paper tickets. It gets you off of all of that crazy office work at the end of the day and reconciling all that stuff. And it lets you organize everything with ease. It puts it all into the computer. It actually puts it all into the cloud. So it's not even putting it on your computer. And it lets you organize your customers. It lets you organize all of your service calls. Heck, it'll even route you to your service call. And the best part is, even after all of that, you'll probably realize about a 100% growth in your business just in the first year of using Field Pulse. So if you'd like to check out Field Pulse and see what great looks like, click on the link in the description of this show. One of the guys that's made the most money out of a trades wins or a, a trades-based company in a small amount of time is literally going to come talk to us. Yeah. Yeah, you you will 
I, one of one of the I'm coolest very things. Excited. Yeah. I'm so fucking excited to hear all these people. One of the coolest things about this event is we've literally shaped the speakers around all the possible facets of where you could need improvement. It's not like they're all sales based. It's not like they're all mindset or they're all you know operations or anything it's else. It's not you know when you go to we're an spreading event, the gamut. When you go to an event, like most of these are just rah rah. Like you just go yeah. and, and, and there's just speakers that are like, you can do it. Yeah, you're fucking awesome. Fuck that. Yeah. This is stuff that you can actually do yeah. and that can actually help you grow. Um, and, and we talk about all the time with the trade wins, the actual members. Like you don't have to be a member to get a ticket to this. You just go to tradewindsconsulting.com. You can get a regular ticket, a VIP ticket, whatever you want to do and just show up. Right. You don't have to be a member and be paying um, a monthly membership fee to be in it. You can just do that. But you are going to gain some serious knowledge and serious information instead of just a whole bunch of rah-rah crap right. that you don't need. You don't yeah. need that. Rah-rah people are people that haven't started their business yet and need inspiration. This is not for them. This yeah. is tactical, real-world information that you can take and use and like I, I was just getting ready to say, you know, in the Facebook group for people that are in trade wins, you know, the the camaraderie, the information that you you get from them, like it's gonna be that times ten in a live format. Yeah. Because you're gonna be able to network with all of these other companies that are in the same position that you're in and gain so much knowledge and so much um oh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, so much networking from you'll be able to call them later because they're gonna say, "Hey, dude, here's my number. If you need help, right, call me." Right. I, 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 oh shit, I'm right down the road. Yep. You know, we have two guys that are both in Nebraska that are literally like, "Hey, they call each other. Hey, can you help me out with these calls? They give I, each I'm other work. Town. Yeah, they give each other work. Yeah. You're part of the group. You're part of this network. It, it, it's nothing but beneficial. Yeah. We've got a couple of guys here that that. I mean, there are, there are three members of Tradewinds that live within 20 miles of each other, right? And it's not about competition. It's about making each other better. So Yeah, um, 100%. The, like the way that we've structured this lineup, and, and as you're looking at events, again, this isn't like a sales pitch for our event, although it kind of is, but, but like the general umbrella of this episode is more about identifying what events you would get value from and getting out of your fucking comfort zone and going to them. Yeah, right? if, if you're in Arizona and you're part of a uh, an Arizona plumbing page group or heating cooling page group and they're like, hey, we're having this event where people can come and share their experiences and you don't want to come here, go there. Yeah. Go yeah. there and, 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 and meet and greet people and say, hey, you know, what do you do when your calls are just so overwhelming you don't know what to do? Yeah. And they're going to be like, hey, Dude, if you need help, call me. Yeah, here's what I do. Yeah. yeah right? Hey, hey, man, do you want to go get dinner tonight? You go get dinner with that guy, and now you guys are exchanging work. Yeah. Or you create a partnership, or yeah. or you he takes your residential and you take his commercial. One of the guys that's speaking at this event, um, because you know David and I are huge on value exchange, right? We're all about delivering value. One of the guys that's speaking at this event, I was chatting with him about what he could talk about and what kind of value he could add to the attendees of this event. And we got to learning a little bit more about his business and everything else. And I gave him a little piece of advice of something that I've done over the years. And he was like floored. 
He's like, holy cow, I'm going to implement that tomorrow. That's amazing. So like literally before he's even spoken at this event, he's already got all the value that he needs out of the event because he's gotten a piece of advice from somebody at the event. It just happens to be me. But he's gotten a piece of advice from somebody at the event that he's going to be able to go and and run with, right? Yeah, the value of the of the trade wins group and the events is the other members that show up. Yeah. Like that the network that you create is the value. Yeah. I mean, you get a lot of information from the speakers. Don't get me wrong. I mean, that's probably 60%. You get a lot of information from me and Mitch. I mean, that's 35%. Whatever's left, you're gaining from the other people that have the experience and the network that you can now call them. You can go on the Facebook group and ask a question about how to deal with a tax situation, and you don't feel like there is no help. Right. Like, you do not feel like you have to call an accountant and spend $200 to get advice. You can literally go on the group and say, Hey, what would you guys do in this situation? Right. And that's the whole point of trade wins. Yeah. Yeah. And in events like this, uh, again, we're, you know, we like ours. Of course we like ours. But, but, you know, if you, if you catch wind of an event that you would rather go to instead of ours, that's great. Go to it. Go to it. Get the, the, the purpose of this episode is that you get out of your comfort zone and you go to one of them, any of them. Right. Yeah. Get out of your comfort zone and learn what it takes to be successful and learn from those who have been where you want to be. Don't learn. Don't try to be learning from those who have never done what you want to do. There's nothing to learn from them. Your friends may be the best friends in the world, but if they've not, you know, started and built a five million dollar company and you want to run a five million dollar company, they're not the ones you need to be getting advice from. You need to be putting yourselves in rooms with people like this and getting advice from them. And you'll be amazed at how fast the results come. You know, you, you've convinced yourself that struggle is required in order to be successful. And to some degree it is. However, when you get a little bit of uh, uh, key pieces of advice from some of the people in this room, you're going to realize that that struggle is a fraction of what you envisioned it would be. Yeah, like instead of struggle, I spent literally $1,000 in some cases. Now, I'm not talking about our event, but I I spent $1,000. I went to an Apex event, and instead of struggling for six months, I got all the information I needed. Right out of the gate. In three days, and then a couple of weeks worth of Zoom calls with my Apex group, and I'm using Mitch as an example here. Yep. And literally, instead of spending six months spinning my wheels and spending 50 grand, I spent a thousand dollars and got the information I needed. Right. Like literally it was right in front of me. Like I, I say this all the time and, and I mean it when you get old, like you can't buy time. Like, you know, you're on your deathbed. You can't buy time when you're young and in business, you can buy time. Yeah. Like you can literally spend a little bit of money and gain some serious knowledge and expertise that you used to not be able to because there wasn't social media and there wasn't groups like this. Right. You can literally buy time right now. And it's, I mean, it's amazing that you can even, <laughs> I mean, it's hard for me to fathom that you can do that, but you can. Yeah. You literally can spend a little bit of money and gain expertise. Poor people spend time to save money. 
wealthy people spend money to save time. That's really good. Did you just think of that? I've said it for years. I so, think you robbed that from somebody. Oh, I'm sure I did. But but essentially what that is, is you got a guy, when you're in the poor category, you don't have a choice, right? You have to spend time to save money. I yeah. can't afford a brake job on my car, but I can't afford the $40 brake pads, so I'm just going to have to spend my own time and do it myself, right? Yeah. I well, do that, but it's because I like it. <laughs> but then, it once you start becoming wealthier, then things switch. Yeah. And now, all of a sudden, it's like, the amount of time it would take me to do my own breaks, I could spend in work. Yeah, I could make and, and I could make a lot more money yeah. in work. So it's actually better for me to spend money to save time. I'll spend money for somebody else to do my breaks, so that I can save time, that I can then use that time to make more money, right? Yeah. So, um, or the case, the, the other case may be I'm spending money on employees to free up my time so that I can do, I can work on the business instead of in the business. Or I'm spending money on health insurance to free up my time because if I provide my guys health insurance, they stick around longer and I spend less time hiring people. Yeah. So poor people spend time to save money. Rich people or wealthy people spend money to save time. And you will, on events like this or any others, you will spend a little bit of money and save tons of time. We've set this... Uh, so our event... Um, if you're a Tradewinds member or a VIP member, you'll get to do like a meet and greet on Friday. It's not mandatory, but it's just there if you want it to. It's on Friday evening. Um, we've set the event on a Saturday. So you don't even have to give up work time to come out to the event. You can fly out Saturday night, attend the event, and then Friday fly... Night. Friday yeah, night. I'm sorry. Friday yeah, night. you could fly out Friday night, attend the event, and fly home Saturday night, and you're not missing much of anything of work, Yeah. right? Um, or, uh, you can do what I do and I tend to fully immerse myself into, you know, I, I get myself in the mindset of these events and I'll go immerse myself into them and I'll fly out early. I'll meet and talk to as many people as I can. I'll attend the event. I'm talking to as many people as I can during the intermissions and the breaks and everything else. And yeah, you're networking that whole time. Yes. You're, you're providing value for other people, but other people are, you're like sucking value off of them. Yeah. The ones that you think you can. Yeah. And as long as you have discipline and as long as you have work ethic, then your network equates to your net worth. However, you can be that guy that's a social butterfly and socially plugged into a lot of people. But if you don't like, if you lack discipline and you lack, if you don't implement, um, ethic. if you don't implement what you've learned or 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 hold on to what you've gained and try to actually profit from it, it doesn't help you. Yeah, it's just not going to help you at all, right? But, but I will say, if you just like to come to events and just hang out and have fun, I'll drink with you. Yeah, like just show up. It's fine. Yeah, one <laughs> one thing that you'll find though we'll is we'll have lots of fun together when you start aligning yourselves with people that all want more out of life than just what's coming to them naturally. 
you'll find that they start holding you accountable and they only want to start associating with other people who want more than what's coming to them naturally. Yeah, and, and it's hard to not gain from those people right. because it's infectious. Yeah. It just yeah. really is. You are the sum of your five closest friends, right? So right. if your five closest friends are really successful home service business owners, then guess what? You're going to be the sixth. Yeah. If your five closest friends are multi-millionaires that have exited from their home service-based business... You're going to be the sixth. Yeah. If your five closest friends are couch potatoes, obese, sitting on the couch, watching Netflix every night, ordering DoorDash, living the comfortable, lazy life, guess what? Guess where you're going to be? You're going to be the sixth. I don't even think DoorDash will come to my fucking house. Probably not. I love out in the sticks. <laughs> yeah. They, you, you got to have like an actual house, not just like a trash can. Hey. <laughs> if you don't want me on the podcast, just say so. <laughs> I would let's. I would like to say just. I mean, we're gonna wrap up here in a minute, but like so, the event's gonna be um, for Tradewinds members and VIP ticket holders. We're gonna meet at T Shots. Well, so the event is open to anybody. The event is one hundred percent open to anybody. Yes, but Friday night, Tradewinds members and VIP members. Yep. We're going to have a meet and greet at T-Shots. Yes. Friday night. And then and, Saturday. And VIP members, there is a limit to the ticket sales on that. So if you're wanting into the VIP thing, you'll want to get in early because yeah. there are some other things where we are space limited. And so we had to limit the tickets on that. Yeah. There's, so. just, there's just nothing we can do. And yep. then um, Saturday morning, we're going to have breakfast. There'll be a, a big time for breakfast. I think it's an hour or an hour and a half mm-hmm. um, breakfast in our room or uh, the ballroom. And then there's going to be speakers throughout the day. VIP ticket holders will also get private lunch with me and Mitch. So that'll be really fun. Yeah. If you have a VIP ticket, um, you'll get a private lunch with David and I. Yep. yep. That'll be that'll be good. If, if you want to ask one-on-one questions and you want to seriously spend some time with us, you get a VIP ticket and you get time Friday night and Saturday at lunch. Um, and then we'll finish up the day with more speakers all Saturday. And then I'm sure there, so the hotel that we're having it at, um, there is a bar restaurant in the hotel. I'm mm-hmm. sure afterwards, all of the, um, Trade wins members and people that have bought tickets. I'm sure they'll hang out a little bit, and then it, it, dinner will be on your own. You want to you met a bunch of whole new people. You want to hang out with them, exchange information, go to dinner with them. It's where we're having it. It's ten minutes from the airport, and it's ten minutes from a huge shopping and entertainment district that's got tons of restaurants, all kinds of stuff. Yeah, you know, take it. Take a group of six. Go out. Have yeah. fun. Suck up that knowledge. Yeah. It's you, gonna be it, it's gonna be great. I'm super excited about it. Yeah, you you can bring yourself, you can bring yourself and your spouse, you can bring yourself and your spouse and your right hand person, your your leadership group or your company. Yeah, bring three if, employees. If you're a two man company and you've got you and just your employee, you can bring them or you can just come by yourself. Like we've got it set up to where it's it's gonna be good for anybody that wants to come. So um, ultimately, if you want more events or more information on that event, you can go to tradewindsconsulting.com forward slash events. Uh, we will also have a link to that in uh, the description of this show. And um, 
it takes place August 12th in Kansas City. Uh, pretty easy to fly in and out of Kansas City. We're a hub for a lot of airlines, so yeah, makes it's it super easy. Makes it super easy to get in and out of. We've set everything up to where it's super easy to Uber to everything to where uh, you don't even have to rent a car. You can just use either free hotel shuttles or Ubers and get where you need to go. So yeah, the hotel the hotel that it's at has free shuttle um, to and from the airport. Right, and then if you want to get an Uber or share one with somebody else, it's literally. 10 minutes down the road, it's, yep. you do not have to rent a car, which makes it super easy. Yeah. So uh, should be a pretty fun event. If you guys have any other questions about it, you can always email us. Uh, askmitch at mitchsmedley.com is the email for the the Void podcast. Blow up his um, Facebook. Ask him on Facebook. Yeah, you Message can ask him. me on Facebook. Um, yeah. You can also, if you're at the tradewindsconsulting.com, um, you, can, you can submit contact information there and email us on that platform as well. And just to remind everybody, tradewindsconsulting.com, that is wins like winning, not wins like uh, that blow across it's the sea. It's W-I-N-S. Yes. There's no D. There's no D. There's no D for D. Trades. No D. Trade wins. So we are winning in the trades. So um, <laughs> He's still mad at me. Ultimately... <laughs> Ultimately, guys, whether you attend our event or any other event, if there is an opportunity for you to get around like-minded individuals and learn from people who are where you want to be, then you need to be doing that right off the get-go. There is no faster way to level up than aligning yourself with people who are doing what you want to do. So until next time, guys, we will see you later. See you, boys. Peace. Peace.